0: You're listening to The Dispatch on St. Andrew's Radio, it's 11am, Friday 4th of March, and this is a very special episode of The Dispatch. I'm Tom Wilson, Major Tom, and with me in the studio
1: is uh, Paul Nielsen.
0: Hello, Paul. How are
1: you guys doing?
0: Hey, so um, Paul is the first guest on this show. Uh, For the first time, I won't be monologuing, which I'm sure whoever's listening right now is very happy because they're sick of me. So, Paul, introduce yourself, Uh, what's your name? Where you studying? Like, where are you from? And your credit card details, please.
1: Yeah, you got it, bro. Um, uh, my name is Paul Nielsen. I am uh, from Northern California, a small town called Novato. It's about an hour north of San Francisco. For anyone that knows Bay Area, Marin County, that kind of area, about hour from Wine Country, Sonoma. So, uh, pretty sweet place. Um, and um, uh, I am currently studying international relations here at St. Andrews. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. Tom and I, we, uh, we both study IR, and that's going to be part of what I assume we'll talk about today.
0: I have a. Oh, we've just had our first technical issue. Your mic is broken. They're all hearing me for your mic. Go down there. <laughs> Go sit down there. Live radio, my first guest, and we're already messing up. This is brilliant. This is world class. Um, this is absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Mum, for, for letting me know, by the way. That is great. Okay.
1: Mike Red. Testing, testing. We can hear you. That yes. sounds a lot better. That's what I thought. That's like, what I thought. Sh- sh- should, I, should I redo the intro there? Yeah, okay. You? So, Paul, again, introduce
0: yourself uh, quickly. Where,
1: what's your yeah, name? Where are yeah. you from? Pal Nielsen. I'm from Northern California, uh, about an hour north of San Francisco, uh, a small town called Novato, and I currently study international relations here at St. Andrews. I'm in a special dual degree program with William Mary, so I'll be here for a year, go back to the States for a year, come back here for my third year, and graduate in the States with a degree from like both places.
0: Heck yeah. Okay, so, uh, yes, mum, we just we just read the intro. Thank you. Thank you for the text. So, um, yeah. So as some of you may know of this show, uh, because it's pre 9pm, uh, we're not allowed to swear. In them, but Powell has a potty mouth. Powell uh, yeah. runs his mouth. So yeah. Powell, I've yeah. got a special thing just for you. What uh, do you got? Are you ready? Are you ready? ready? I've not told you this before you go on air. Oh, wait, where I'm is waiting it? for it. I know. I just I'm still figuring Can out. Can you beat user. me out?
1: Oh sweet there sweet. we go so, okay thank so you So if Powell uh,
0: says uh naughty words um, yeah, yeah this is what will be said um yeah I sorry. also have a potty mouth but I'm also a professional yeah uh, he's a little more professional than yeah i got some things from him so anyway so I'm gonna run us through uh well, Powell can't see the script now uh, <laughs> I, I got my phone I okay, can look okay. the script you're all good so uh we're gonna go through I'm just gonna run through the subjects we're going to talk about today uh surprise surprise Ukraine obviously uh, current affairs program. Uh, we may get to if we have time. Um, we may get to some uh, Kanye West story. Remember, I try and talk about entertainment news as well. Of course, so slightly gossipy, but you know Kanye's gone crazy. Hey man, it's Kanye. You said it's you Kanye. like Kanye. So. I, I, I like Kanye's music. I'm, He's driving me insane. I'm you know? always
1: down. I'm always down to talk about some some wild wild people. So Heck yeah. We're okay. All
0: down for that. First off, pal. Yes. What did you do during break? Because that was very interesting. Go ahead, my friend. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, well, you know. I looked at Ryanair. There were three of the cheapest flights. I could go to Lithuania for seven pounds. I could go to Riga, Latvia for probably butchering the, I'm probably not saying it the way the locals say it, but seven pounds, to eight pounds, something like that. And then Romania was there at 12 pounds. So I thought, well, you know what? I don't know too much about Latvia and uh, I've heard good things about Romania and um, I was just like, screw it. Let's give it a shot and uh it was right near ukraine and that stuff was heating up so i thought from an ir perspective it'd be interesting to be there and um i'd never been to that country i didn't know anyone that had been to that country my parents hadn't been my friends hadn't been so me and two of my friends we got a cheap airbnb and uh headed off to bucharest for a week uh we're just like you said the they MB- described the airbnb how was it oh man so our uh our apartment was located in a dilapidated building uh, next to an abandoned sex shop. Oh, and, heck yeah. Yeah, across from uh, the street from us, there was a neoclassical building that looked like it probably was transported from Aleppo, Syria. Um, you know, I, I don't want to dis-Romania because I had a wonderful time there. I loved the country. The people were really nice. And we were located in Old Town, so, of course, three American dudes... All of us from California, ironically enough, we were walking targets. So, you know, the minute you go outside for a cigarette or, you know, you go outside for a beer, or maybe a grocery run, you're going to have people getting in your face, asking you for money, you know, telling you this, that, and the other thing, trying to sell you God knows what. I don't even want to go into what they're going to sell you because it's before, you know, what is it, like, I mean, nighttime. I mean, I don't know what I can go into here, but let's just say human trafficking is a big issue in Romania. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, okay, yeah, drug abuse, yeah. but yeah, yeah. and it's not like the fun drugs; it's like the drugs that you know, the make, no no drugs, the no no drugs, the exactly, no drugs. Exactly. yeah, yeah. So uh, the ones that you know they generally don't want you to touch in your lifetime. Uh, constantly being solicited to you on the street. So that that was an interesting experience. You know, I, I've been to countries that were similar to that before you know i had been to vietnam and i had been to you know developing nations is probably the the best way to put it uh but you know it is definitely different going to a european country uh an eu and a nato country and uh you know seeing people living in you know shacks on the side of the train tracks it's it's something that uh, i think more people should experience and um you know, I, I highly recommend the country, but yeah, got to keep your wits about you. Was you this your first
0: time, like in that part of Europe?
1: Yeah, first time, first time in Eastern Europe. How'd
0: you like? Was yeah. it what you
1: expected? Was there anything different? Pretty much. I think I was surprised with the uh, the high level of some infrastructure and then extreme low level of un- other infrastructure. What's really interesting is like their train systems. I have to be honest, at least from my experience, was better than Scotrail, Romanian National Rail, which. You know, I don't even know the last time they fixed the, the tracks or anything uh, was a more relaxing, enjoyable experience than taking the Scott Rail up to Edinburgh. You know, uh, there was more seats, it was comfortable. I could, like, let my. I had way more leg room. Um, so you speak and, of leg room. I'm a yeah, terrible person. So, I
0: know. So I. If I don't see anyone that needs a priority seat, yeah. I will literally go and sit, sit like in the handicap seat. Well, you do kind of need to, man. I need You're, to. My you, like, body's six five, six six, almost 6'5"? 6'6"? Almost 6'5". Yeah, Jesus. I don't want to round up yet because then I'll see a 6'5 guy and he's going to be towarding me and it's going to be terrible. So 6'4", we'll keep it, we'll be humble. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, like, it, it, it's
1: awful. So, like, legroom was good? Legroom was good, man. And, you know, at the same time, though, the buildings are falling apart. Uh, you know, it's uh, infrastructure as far as buildings are concerned it was really interesting because you because the weird thing about okay the weird thing about bucharest especially like we did go up to transylvania some villages which was absolutely beautiful um but what was really interesting about bucharest above everything, was that, you've heard of Ceausescu, you know, the communist leader. So he built all these absurd communist buildings that a dictatorial strongman would build, that doesn't look in the sense of, like, brutalism, industrialism-style architecture that you would expect from a communist leader. But at the same time, because Romania was part of the USSR, they have USSR buildings there, as well, that are very brutalistic. And then, at the same time, you have neoclassical buildings everywhere. So... Some parts of Bucharest look like Vienna. Um, Other parts of Bucharest look like, you know, random industrial towns in Moscow or, you know, other Soviet bloc satellite states uh, or ex-Soviet bloc satellite states. And then other parts are just like totally dilapidated, like kind of messed up apartment buildings um, resembling a lot of, you know, certain areas actually – that I, I kind of noticed certain areas of, like, Beijing, China, which is really interesting. Or even, like, Detroit. Certain areas just look like Detroit. So mm. it, it, it's a very weird mix of, like... Is that a diss on Detroit? A little bit. We respect that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, i never been... But, you know, I, I did. I do have a friend from Detroit and he does nothing but, but diss the architecture My Detroit. English
0: teacher was from Detroit in 10th yeah. grade, uh, yeah. Mr. Fix. Uh, yeah. He used to diss Detroit. Mr. He was like, Fix. He's like, thank you. Thank, thank God I'm in Oman. You know? <laughs> Which, like, not many people say. So, um, before we go on to, like, just, like, you know, your experience of the invasion happening at the same time. Yeah. Do you see the country, like, how is the vibe? Like, do you think the country's, like, can you see it move, like, in mm. a positive direction or are you thinking it's going to be...
1: Well, you know, that's really up to the government situation. I mean, I, I spoke to a number of locals about like of all different ages too. I spoke to, uh, a woman from Moldova that was living there. Uh, I spoke to a bunch of different students there that spoke English English is actually pretty good there. Um, either people speak English or French. Usually it's one of the two, um, apart from obviously Romanian and Russian. A lot of people speak Russian because ex-Soviet, but, um, The police apparently are very corrupt. The government's very corrupt. Oh, I know about that. Uh, Everything in that country, like on the government level, is is corrupt in one way or another. It's obviously, it's not like a Mexico where it's like low-key anarcho state, but you do have a situation at which that like, you know, it's probably certain people need to be paid to get certain things done. And the way politics is done there is really interesting. Like, for instance, we... Uh, we're in uh, the city of Brashov. It's really more of a town. Mm-hmm. It's a, kind of a town village city. It, it's very large, so certain, very, certain areas of it look like a city, and other areas of it, like the old town of Brashov, looks like a small Transylvania village. Um, the mayor of Brashov, in his ma- mayoral race, uh, cracked a joke about beating women on Twitter and uh, like, do- like, docked up this picture of uh, his running mate who was a woman of her getting like punched in the face with like a black eye. Damn. So like they don't like their their form of like you know political I guess campaigning is totally different than ours. Like they they will threaten each other with physical violence and you know they'll drop. I'm sure they'll drop racist type jokes. Like they, mm. they, they make Trump look like a cream puff when it comes. They, to, They like, make
0: Trump look like the nice. Yeah, they,
1: they, they make they make Trump look like you know a, a very diplomatic, democratic, you know, yeah. well spoken young man. Oh, you I know? see. Like, so it, it's different. It's different world. It's different different way of thinking. And I think also part of it is corruption. Um, the way what we see is corruption, there they don't necessarily see as corruption to a certain extent, because there is some of that just like differing in just political ideology and belief. Because while they are like democratic, NATO, EU, all that, shit, they, they were invaded by the Ottomans. You know they have a lot of Eastern philo- philosophical influence, which is just different. How dare you! It's just different. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, that's... I, I honestly... I'm so interested by your trip. I mean, I've been... I, I recommend I've no, it. I've not asked you anything about it because Powell and I do judo together. We do also do uh, work together, which I'm not allowed to mention what work it is as part of our contract. Oh, not right. To mention it on the media. Yeah. That makes it sound like it's something really like... makes it sound like we're CIA. We're not CIA. We are CIA. We are, we're, yeah, we, okay. We, we'll we're, say we're, we're CIA. Both, actually, we're CIA, we're KGB, Stukes. MI6, yeah. and we work for the Royal Amman Police. Yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, our, our only allegiance is to Amman. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Iowa. So, um... That's why I haven't actually asked you about it because I'm like I really want to hear this on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to get the. I get can the tell authentic. you more.
1: I mean, I don't know what I can say. And what Go I can't talk say. about.
0: You could talk about. You, were you there the the Thursday of the like Thursday morning, Wednesday night of the invasion? Yes, okay. I was.
1: Go ahead, speak. Okay, so I woke up one morning. Ukraine had been invaded, right? So Bucharest, Romania, Orthodox, Orthodox, very, mm. very, very Orthodox. So. We're walking around. There's churches everywhere in Bucharest. Hell, there's churches everywhere in all over Romania. So everyone's in churches. They bring all the relics out. The uh, I guess you could call them priests or patriarchs. You know, um, are out there and they're you know blessing people. It it was it was pretty it was pretty solemn because for them for their like international standpoint they're seeing it as a war between Orthodox brothers because the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church is also in ch- technically the overarching patriarch of the Romanian oh, Orthodox Church. Okay, and because okay. church and state are very much connected in both Russia and Romania, mm-hmm. you know, like for instance, in Russia, there's something like 15 churches built every day or something crazy like that. In Romania, almost every street you'll have a church. And there's there's priests everywhere. There's monks. There's nuns. You know, there, it's, you know, everybody there is very religious. You know, there's, of course the every odd person that isn't super religious but mostly everybody you know is going to church every day if not more than you know at least at least more than once a week people are going to church did some
0: people it's, see it as like a uh, like you said the religious aspect but in terms of like the you know former Soviet, yeah, did some people see it like that? Like, did did you talk to the locals about that idea? Or? You
1: know, I didn't because talking about Ceausescu, I think, is a really touchy topic. Yeah, I can get that because yeah. spe- around younger people, it's okay. I didn't get to that with some of the students I spoke to. Yeah, um, it was more about what was going on now. But uh, you know, I think part of the reason they are so religious is because of the Soviet era of kind of banning religion. They didn't really ban it, but they just it was highly discouraged. So I think for for them, um, it's like a, kind of a form of resistance against mm. that that old Soviet era of of uh, just really bad stuff. Especially under suchescu it, it was pretty pretty yeah, rough. Yeah. So... I mean, they,
0: they they dealt with him. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, if anyone, you know, my my mom told me like, um, by the way, my mom says uh, it is really good. We are liking it. So good job. You're okay. doing well. I get I get she Tom's the har- mom. She is the harshest critic. If, if
1: I get Tom's mom's approval, like. We're good. I'm we're set. Golden. We're I'm golden, set. bro. I feel great. So my mom was telling me, I think, I mean, it was either my mom or my dad or both. They yeah. were telling me about how, like, that was, like, broadcast live on TV. Oh, like, yeah. It was, it was almost like Gaddafi. It was, it got intense, except quicker than Gaddafi. He was in, he, so what he did was he, like, brought all these people into, like, the main square. I've been to the square that they, they killed him at it's this giant place uh, cuz he built this parliamentary I hope palace. you didn't do the American tourist thing and just like pose in front of it just no, like at the no, square. I what's didn't. up? No, I did not okay, I did man. not take a selfie. I, you know, honestly when it comes to taking pictures in places, I like to take videos Oh, and they're like weird videos in certain specific locations that help me remember parts little pieces of the trip. That's a good idea. But the crazy thing about it is it's an absurdly large parliamentary hall, like way too big for the parliament of... Romania um, and he forced everyone out of their homes in Bucharest and, and nearby villages and towns and forced them there and like the middle of the day took them out of work they didn't want to be there mm. and he's there delivering a speech and people just start booing him they want to go home and so he gets the police out to start you know like trying to quell the the booers and the protesters yeah. and it just riles people up more and more and more and I think by the end of the day they had dragged him out of the palace stormed the entire area And like hung him in the square, like that. Yeah, I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I I think he was. I think he was shot, or maybe he was shot. But he was. He was literally like killed in a matter of like three hours of like starting his speech. That is wild. Yeah, it was. It 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 was a pretty pretty fast rebellion. I I I don't really know the aftermath of it. I assume they created some sort of a a government after that, and you know, followed some similar kind of Marshall Plan type situation, but. um... Because they're EU, NATO, all that kind of stuff. Um, but no, it, 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 it's a you can definitely feel that like people were not happy with the Shevchensky era. Ex- other than older people, older people in small villages really liked him, yeah. because the level of investment back then was way better in those small villages. Whereas mm-hmm. you go to like some of these small places, especially on the train, because you're able to really see the country on the train. There are places that you know people are living in. Third world developing country conditions, similar to places like you know India, or uh, certain places I saw it even Vietnam, which I think for a tourist, especially a Western tourist, is. Is different to see, yeah. Because you know, of course, you see, like, especially with this Ukraine thing going on, right? I, I saw recently a post on Instagram, kind of dissing the reporters for like comparing the Ukrainian, uh, my like refugees to Syrian refugees and Afghani and Iraqi mm-hmm. refugees because they're kind of like saying, oh, these aren't like your typical Syrian refugees because of really, it's fr- quite frankly, it's the fact that they're Westerners and it's the color of their skin. Yeah, exactly. You know, and exactly. I, I think I think it's it that that really plays like a huge part in. Uh, a lot of what's going on now and probably part of the reason why it's such a huge international mm-hmm. response. Um, but I think also, like, even in Romania seeing that, just especially the level of poverty, like, you know, it, it it opens your eyes to maybe some of your own racial prejudices because we get so desensitized to, like, oh, another city in Syria has been bombed or yeah. another place in Afghanistan has been blown to sorry uh by (laughs) by this child you know drones and and tomahawk missiles and whatnot and we're so used to seeing middle eastern children crying and screaming Mm. with blood on their face and we're not used to seeing uh or or you know african children living in shanty towns we're we're not used to seeing you know. White people living in similar conditions, if not worse conditions, because it's really, really, really cold in Romania and there's snow and yeah, yeah. lack of infrastructure and probably lack of food is part of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it was it, it was a really good experience, and, yeah. I, and I think it's important for people to see the other side of Europe, you know, and understand yeah. that like, you know, it's it, it's Europe's very multifaceted, especially yeah, when you go east. You yeah. know, it's 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 just it's it's just different. You know. Well, that was
0: very, very interesting. Honestly, thank you very much. Uh, That was a great story to start off with. Um, We're going to move now to our first uh, song break. But yeah, that was... Honestly, Powell, uh, I wanna, When next time you go on the show, I want more stories like that. Sure, man. Yeah, so, the first song is Baby Come Back by The Players. How I found this out, I was listening to the rapper called Young Gravy. Paul, do you know Young Gravy? I do not yet. That sounds like a really good name, though. He is uh, Young my a, king. He is my 64th f- rapper
1: name. Where's he from?
0: Uh, I think he's from Michigan. Michigan? Yeah. Like Detroit? Oh, he's a white boy. He's a white boy rapper. He's a white boy rapper. Oh, he's he's fantastic. He's my Okay, all right. So uh, that was like sampled in this song, and I heard the sample, and I'm like, that sounds really good. So I listened to it, and I thought it was really good. I listened to it yesterday. So that's our first song, Uh, Baby Come Back by The Players. Um, We're going to see you after the break. See you later.
2: Mask of false bravado. Trying to keep up a smile that hide.
0: And we're back. We're back. Uh, hope you enjoyed that hello. song. Hello, hello. So, uh, yeah, that was Baby Come Back by The Players. Uh, you should probably listen to that. That's, that was... That, I really like that song. And, you know, hope you did too. So now we're moving on to, again, our topic of... Since my first show, mm. I've talked about Ukraine. And Damn. People who've listened to the show know this. Star Crimea. Well, like, we, we told, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, his context. But I, I said... There won't be an invasion, <laughs> because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, I know. I didn't think there'd be an invasion either, man. Like you know what I mean. Like you're seeing them. Like well, we'll go through for, for like you know, like the fact like they're taking losses, uh, but man,
1: but it just doesn't make sense. Hey, so hey. you know, Vladimir, Vladimir's got a couple of tricks up his sleeve, bro. That's Apart. what, what happens when you're five seven. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So 5'7 five, 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 seven five, seven seven and sorry. possibly smaller hands than average, and bold.
0: So Bugs. hey, so. We're going to do a recap uh, since last week. Uh, last week, uh, some of you may remember, live on air, uh, they were breaking through into Kiev. Uh, that's been repelled. Uh, they're they're now still outside Kiev. A, a Ukrainian engineer gave up his life. Uh, did you read about this? I did not. Fill he, me in, Tom. He, um, there was this bridge into Kiev. And he, oh, is this he, where he, he blew up the bridge? He, he blew, blew up, up the manually? bridge. And then he realized, like, there's no way for, like, me to blow this up, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, he blew himself up yeah, with yeah, the yeah, brick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Someone's like, tell me he... about this, actually. Yeah, so that was that was wild. That was um, crazy. Yeah, I mean, like rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um So Russia is still attacking. Um there's yeah. been uh, two rounds of negotiations between Ukraine and yeah,
1: Putin's Putin's terms are ridiculous.
0: I mean, Go. Ahead. I mean, I mean. uh Did you? I mean, I mean, I'm a non-opinionated host. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I last week I said Putin was a dictator, which you know is obviously like true. Yeah. yeah. Uh I was told by my mum that I had too much of an anti-Putin stance, and so I might well, get beaten up by
1: Russian students. You know, I think that's that's fair enough. That that, that is somewhat true. Like, we, you obviously can't be too opinionated, but like his terms, like from a diplomatic perspective, I feel like are ridiculous. You can be opinionated. You're a guest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, his terms for negotiation was that Ukraine cease all fighting, like literally disband their military, the complete denazification yeah, of we'll Ukraine. we'll talk about that. What the hell does that mean? I mean, um, and then... Fun fact, Zelensky, President Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, yeah. is Jewish. Is Jewish. And I believe his VP is also Jewish as well. So, yeah. So, you have two Jewish guys running a, a Nazi state. Uh, okay. Mm. The only thing that Putin does have right is there are a couple of... Uh, far right Azov battalion. Azov Azov battalion, right? But at the same time, I I I beg to say that like in Uh-oh. the current Uh-oh. conflict, Uh-oh. in the Uh-oh. current conflict, the Azov guys Uh-oh. are a good addition just for the freaking fact that like Ukraine has limited people. And I see what you those, mean. Those those Azov guys, a lot of them are ex special ops, ex military. It was started by an ex military guy. While you it, you kind of have to do with a, do a little deal with the devil to yeah. to, I to mean, save your country, and you know what? That's like, a
0: controversial take because it is. Le, le, let's le, like this is not uh, me being opinionated. This is yeah. this is factual. You can look to anyone who says Tom, you're being opinionated on this. Yeah, it's not Look it up online. Yeah, they are not like kind of fascist. Oh, they're very fascist. Oh no, they, they walk around with Nazi flags. Oh yeah, and, they like, have the SS, Sun. the SS, like oh, they, patches. Like, so yeah. So keep in mind what Powell says is his own opinions. Uh, whatever I think, you're not gonna know on this show. But,
1: you know, just from a purely military perspective, like from These are Powell's I, opinions, right? know, I, 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 I disagree with them ideologically entirely. At the same time, they have limited people. They have limited resources. The Azov Battalion is well-funded, well-trained. And, you know, th- those guys, because of their very, very strong convictions about their very far-right ideology, they'll probably go to certain lengths uh, that other people won't go to. To, to get the Russians out of their own country. At the mm. same time, though, the issue of having the Azov Battalion there is that afterwards, this is like the weird little security dilemma we got going on here, is afterwards, the far-right party of the Ukraine will probably have a lot more support yeah. if they when well, the nationalism goes up. Yeah, nationalism goes up all the time in war, which, honestly, you kind of need to have to... Yeah. get your civilian population to even fight in a war. But, you know, the far-right party would probably gain more support if the Azov Battalion, which is already kind of integrated into the Ukrainian military, is even more integrated and does more yeah. active direct-action attacks. So, it, you know, it's it's a really hard dilemma, especially for a Jewish president, yeah. when he's got guys that are fighting f- fighting with him and for him uh, who, you know, have pretty hateful <laughs> uh Sorry. All over their... Um, their, are you know, their kit, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a little weird when when you you're going to you're going to temple, and uh, the guy next to you's got you know an SS patch on his left shoulder.
0: Yeah, that's
1: that's got that's, that's got
0: to be a little bit a little bit. It's a trip. It's, a, it's it's a bit. It's not it's not the, the, it's not the not nicest ideal. convictions to it's have. It's
1: not it's not ideal. But you know, I'm uh, not
0: opi- guys. I'm not opinionated, but I'm gonna say,
1: f Nazis. I I, yeah. I I honestly feel like though that's that's not really like an opinion. Anyway, let's boy. move on to it's uh, a fact. <laughs> <laughs> carry on. To, yeah. <laughs>
0: continue continue no, no, guys i'm neutral or not no, i'm kidding no. <laughs> um so moving on to uh more of the recap um uh russians have taken the uh they've taken control of the city of kherson kherson yeah. i don't speak ukrainian so please don't get mad at me uh i think it's kherson. i think it's pronounced i think it's got turkish like background so i'm going to say it like a mm. bit like the uh Ara- me growing up in arabia kherson yeah. there we go um so they've taken control of that which means that now they're actually closer to the southern port city of Mariupol. Mm. Population, 450,000. Okay. Which is now under siege and under constant shelling. Because, I mean, Mariupol, I mean, you know, port city is obviously always important. Yeah, yeah Mariupol yeah. is... Odessa is the other one. Yeah. So, yeah. Mariupol
1: is the one that's, like, near Crimea. Oh, okay. Odessa so, is, is, is that the, on the one that's going to be, like, the land bridge from, like, Crimea yeah, yeah. into the rest of the Ukraine? So, they kind of need to take so that. that's probably the most strategic point of the area, apart from Odessa, and then, obviously, yeah. Kiev. yeah. Uh, multiple missile
0: strikes on Kharkiv and Kyiv. Yeah. Um, Kharkiv, which is uh, like this. Is that the second way? Kharkiv is one of the biggest cities. I think it's. Yeah. It's, it's, I think Mariupol's bigger. I should have these numbers up, shouldn't I? But Kyiv's obviously the capital. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They're not in Kyiv yet. Uh, you probably know this. There's a Russian convoy which is 40 miles long. 40 miles is just under the distance between wow. Edinburgh and Glasgow. It's a convoy that large. Is so it all it's, tanks? So it, it's 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 uh, so, so like they've armor? had logistical issues. Oh wow! So it's the convoy is. I've uh, heard they've been getting lost too. Well, that's the thing. So the forty miles long. Yeah. Right. And it's trying to get into Kyiv. <laughs> now, after a while, people were going, "Wait a minute! There's been reports of this convoy for you know days now. It's like yeah, five yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. It's like what has happened to it? I know you know it's military vehicles aren't fast, but five days. You know you know in twenty twenty two. I mean modern
1: tanks. They, they move, ran out of fuel.
0: They oh, don't have. My God. Fuel. Oh, I
1: did read about this. Yeah. I did. Oh my! How did they run out? Well, actually, the so first they, were, they had
0: problems getting the fuel to it. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ukrainian military released a video of um, one of the, the tanks, the, the Bayraktar Turkish drones. The Turks, uh, the Turkish government is very proud of their drones are being used. Which, right. Um, that was uh, droning the, um, the the fuel train, just absolutely just exploding it completely. Man. So yeah, so that's stuck outside, but uh, obviously like. You know, we're we're not. It's not. It's not World War Two. So you know, missiles are very powerful. So they act. They they there was a missile strike on a Kiev uh, television uh-huh. tower that killed five people. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's been constant, constant shelling, constant. Yeah. Uh, there's been accusations of uh, war crimes from Zelensky yeah. to Putin. Well, that's um,
1: that's that's going to happen because he's yeah. what did he, he shelled a bunch of civilians in an apartment building, right, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: there was a, there's a video of, um, yeah. again, these, these things are, you know, well not when I say graphic, like I yeah, don't necessarily I I mean blood and stuff, but yeah. I mean like you watch and you're like, well, someone definitely died here. Yeah. I saw there the was a missile strike. Yeah, 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 yeah. On that apartment building that yeah. was meant to hit the airport. Yeah. But, um, you know, someone didn't do their math correctly and it hit. Yeah. So that's
1: pretty Whoops. sad to see. Whoops. Putin and Macron, uh, had a little phone call. Um, oh yeah. And then Macron did. train just changed his whole entire, was that he changed his stance? Or no no that was the German president who had that kind of that call with
0: I don't know Putin. about that, but I know so macron was pretty much saying, because macron like for like the whole thing since like for like you yeah. know for like the last few weeks he's been going up and he's he's been you know like doing the passive being the last yeah. four weeks yeah 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 yeah, he's trying to bring peace to everyone, so yeah. he calls up and he's like, what's you know what are you doing yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. and Putin says this is all this is going to plan, you know it's on like a yeah calls. like we're gonna do it, we're gonna you know yeah. we're gonna we're gonna give our goal, and macron was pretty much saying. Dude. Don't. Like, stop. stop. This is, this is... We this strongly
1: is... condemn the actions by the Russian government.
0: Yeah, welcome it's... to the UN. Yeah. I did MUN as a kid, so that was uh, <laughs> it. As a kid, two years ago. Strongly <laughs> condemn. Yeah. There we go. So then, last night, did you see this? That's why I was uh, up late. There yeah. was a... Fo- uh, the Russians were then... So yeah, so, I mean, just finished up on the meeting, on, continue, the call, continue, continue. on the phone call, there was like, nothing really came out of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like the first time a Western, like, power, superpower, superpowers, like, talked to Directly to Putin since the invasion started. Then yesterday... um, Wasn't the German guy... Didn't
1: the German... The German president talk to him? Damn. That was... The the, the host of the show does not know his own facts. Go ahead. I I feel like that's just interesting to talk about. Because Germany, obviously, they don't want to arm themselves. They're... Mm. In German culture, because of what happened in World War II, there's very strong anti-war, anti-nationalist, anti-military sentiments throughout the entire country. But uh, the German president had a conversation with putin right after the attacks i believe it was like I don't know two <laughs> oh days. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. germany went from being pacifist and you know honestly not they didn't they did not want to employ sanctions by the from the eu initially they were not going to follow the united states sanctions they were just kind of like because they relied heavily on russian oil and after that conversation apparently putin said something that rubbed in the wrong way and you know he threw those sanctions on and uh Started sending weapons to Ukraine, and they're building up their military again as well. Yeah. So they spent, I think it's two, it's two hundred billion.
0: Yeah. Which is, you know, uh, that's a lot com- of money well, compared to the US. It's like, you know, like not like as yeah. crazy, but for Germany standards, that's for insane. Germany
1: standards, is insane. Like Germany, I, I don't, I think they have, do they have, they have an air force. They've got, yeah, no, they've got a military. They've got it's a just, military. It's just not that big. I mean, it, it, they're very well trained. Yeah, they're solid guys, but uh, obviously, like, they're not a gigantic professional military fighting force that's, like, there to dominate the globe the I mean, it's like
0: their culture. You said it was like their culture. Their culture I mean, yeah. the, the chancellor, Olaf Scholz, he said yeah. in that speech. Again, yeah. Um, thanks for reminding me, by the way. Yeah. Um, about the the budget. He said, like, the first thing he said is, like, let's not forget our own history and about invasions. Yeah. And, like, what we did. Which, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, I, lived, I grew up in Japan mm-hmm. uh, for a part of my, from 7 to 12. Yeah. And we live near a shrine called Yasukuni Shrine. Have you heard of Yasukuni Shrine? Uh, vaguely, but please fill me it's, in again. It, it's, it's a well. Before I get into what it is, yeah. it's a very, it, it's very beautiful. It's very, it's in the center of Tokyo. It's very, very nice, okay. right? You can go on a w- walk there. You know, like this is beautiful, right? It's like always a market there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad was always iffy about it. Why? Oh, okay. interesting. And I was always like, "What does he mean?" At one point, like you know, I was like seven. Like I did like the Japanese prayer, right? Yeah. And my dad was always iffy about it. I'm like, why is, what, yeah, you know, what, what's he doing? Uh-huh. Like, this is weird. My dad explains to me. The shrine was built to honor Japanese war criminals of World War Two,
1: oh, and, and the and the, like Tojo and oh yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah. Well, if you look at the Japanese, so, if you look at the Japanese history books for like the kids, yeah, I, I spent my my dad spent on oh, like three years in Japan teaching English um, in a very small village And he's a young man. He's fluent in Japanese. His his business is very heavily integrated with a Japanese company, um, but. Yeah, that World War Two history, like rape of Nanking, what they did to the Chinese, what they did to the Koreans. Yeah, yeah, They don't talk about that.
3: Yeah, so that, about
0: was, uh, that. so that was, so that was, you know, like, yeah, so for Germany to mention it, it's like kind of like, you know, a big deal, because, yeah. you know, like, I mean, you know yeah. like war crimes, I mean, you know, we're in the UK right now. Oh. Let's not talk about the British Empire. Yeah. United States. You, uh, you know, know, know. Not even 20 years. You yeah, know, you know,
1: the, the crazy thing, the crazy thing about the States is like, I went to school in the States, public school, right? Yeah. And we did learn about all the horrible <laughs> sorry my god
0: let's do it again horrible stuff horrible say horrible horrible Horrible. and impulse.
1: there we go there we go horrible stuff we did obviously slavery yeah awful the Native American genocide pretty bad Uh, and then of course the age of imperialism when Teddy Roosevelt was like let's just like take Puerto Rico and Panama and all these areas and then of course you know Iraq Afghanistan or Iraq Afghanistan let me say it right Um, and, uh, so we did, we did learn about that part of it because I grew up in California. I didn't grow up in like Oklahoma, but, um, California. Um, but it was interesting to learn that here students in the UK, at least from what I've spoken, the students I've spoken to in like my history classes, they never learned about the British empire, which is so weird to me because, i kind of think that's a really cool part of history to learn about i mean yeah it's it's, it's context 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 context. obviously like it's cu- i feel like it's cool because it shows like the effects of colonization and contrasting yeah. that with decolonization yeah, which yeah. is like years after like for instance like currently i'm reading a lot about the history of india and i didn't know much about the history of india uh i have a s- grandfather who was a professor here at st andrews at one point whoa was, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah i know right I, I, don't, I don't pull this out my out of my butthole every single every single once in a, once in a while but he uh, he was a professor here and his main specialty was India during the time of the Raj okay and he speaks he speaks Hindi and he lived a while I think in India um, but the history is really interesting because you have this like long, really brutal colonization period yeah. and then almost forced industrialization for the point of extracting obviously material raw materials and then turn them into manufacturer's goods sell them back to the native to the, to the native population and turn them into a cash cow um and then what obviously india is now i mean india is probably one of going to be like the next rising superpower apart from china you know we've got india china south africa brazil as like you know are, are developing not really any more developing nations that are probably going to be great powers if not very 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 formidable powers because they already are very formidable power powers today um but I don't know it's an interesting po- point of in history and they didn't never learned about it they never learned about you know I mean my dad was born in 1950 like she, actually yeah. my parents my
0: mum so my dad's from the UK my mom's from Belgium yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, British Empire, we just talked about, and my... Oh, man, Belgium. And and Belgium. Belgian Congo. Do you know still some members of my family, I'll bring up, like, the Congo, and they're like, yeah, but, like, you know, it's a different time. It's like, (laughs) no!
1: Stop! (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's... I think some of it's generational. You know? It's generational. So I think sometimes when when you're told one thing, and you are told it enough, and you reach past the age of 40... You know, sometimes it's hard for you to yeah. catch on. It's not an excuse; it's just an ex- explanation. Yeah. You know, uh, it's but... good I've
0: not talked to my great grandma about it. She's ninety nine. Oh god, she's it, so
1: she's probably like forgotten all about oh, it. God. Which is oh, I don't, want, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear what she has to say oh, about dude. it. Dude, yeah, no the great the great grandmothers. My, my 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 great my last great grandmother died. I don't know, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, but very sweet woman from Wyoming, from where I was named after Powell, Wyoming. Oh, very very small town, and that woman had certain views that were a little antiquated Uh you know she Uh didn't necessarily call uh african americans or black people black people or african americans she used Mm -hmm, other words mm -hmm. that i do not want to do not want to use and you're like okay grandma let's not talk politics and let's get back to making cookies um so i'm sure it's some of that and belgium I'm, I'm sure has the exact same <laughs> stuff. If you talk to grandma and you're uh, like, okay, let's get let's, let's get back to making some waffles, grandma. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe let's not talk about the history of what you know your uh, yeah your your father did in yeah. the Congo looking for pressure. Oh, our, our family did our
0: probably <laughs> all peasants. Like I come from a like, background of, of people from the countryside, so we're not like we were just like oh we're not like it. working
1: for De Beers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. All
0: right, so I'm just gonna finish up the recap quickly and then yeah, we have yeah. Powell's song. Um, yeah. Last thing is uh, last night the mm. russians were shelling uh, this nuclear power plant yeah. in. get rid for this I'm like pronouncing in ukraine zaporizhizhia i just read that when i was sitting on the toilet so thank you pal thank yeah. you for the details um got it so um i can i don't have a problem with you swearing but you saying talking about what you're doing on the toilet disgusting look i'm reading i'm reading IRDs, that's fair that's fair. right you know so they were shelling it and there was a fire that broke out like oh, a full on fire. That's not they good. contained it. They contained it. Yeah. That's probably why I was up so late because I'm like, is it going to be contained? <laughs> but like, just like people talk about, you know, like, is there going to be a nuclear war? Right. That's less likely than like you know someone doing something stupid. And like, I grew up uh, in Tokyo, right, during the earthquake. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Fukushima. Oh yeah. We had to leave the country for like a week to Taiwan, and when we came back, like, I mean, luckily it wasn't that bad. But like, we couldn't buy food from certain areas and stuff. Oh like, yeah. The prices were high, so that wasn't too bad. But you know, Chernobyl. Well, is now under Russian control as we talked. L- I talked about last week. Yeah. But. That, you know, that's why would you want Ukraine. Chernobyl, dog? You know oh, that's a good point. I mean, it's, it's actually the the point why they took it is because it's the easiest way to Kiev. Interesting.
1: Yeah, for, and it, technically it's not that dangerous, but
0: compared, you, you want to test
1: it out? I mean, people go there to literally like as tourists. Yeah. Uh, not to mention like the American military with, mm. with the burn pits. Yeah. Did you ever oh, read about yeah, those? yes, I have. I mean, young privates who yeah. are like coming back from Afghanistan. Iraq, yeah. can't breathe. Their lungs just literally yeah, yeah. kill them. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, I can't imagine the Russian military would really care that yeah. much about sending a couple guys. Apparently, also, morale is really low. Amount. We'll talk about that, actually, yeah. after the song break. Okay, but that is good. a
0: very good lead-in. Uh, if you're gonna hear about uh reactions of other countries and institutions, I mean we don't have that much time left, but you know, very quickly from Powell and myself. Uh catches after the song break. But Powell, your song yes. for celebrations passed by the
1: Screaming Trees, why'd you choose it? Uh I love this song. I love the Screaming Trees. Uh they have a very similar sound to another one of my favorite bands, Queens of the Stone Age. Classic, you know, desert sounds to me at least like desert rock, even though it's Screaming Trees is more, you know, like I guess what I'd say, alternative metal. Mm. I could be corrected on that by music nerds, but I love them. They sound great. They remind me of driving in the car in California well, while the sun's going down. Let's hear it,
0: Screaming Trees.
1: Uh, sorry, well, four celebrations past. Bye, Bye Screaming, screaming trees. trees.
0: Let's hear it. See you after the break. and we're back um, so fun fact my dad just told me on air you just asked Powell asked me off air he goes do you think your parents would like this M- uh, the singer Mark Lanigan yeah uh, who passed away last week aww uh, well my dad yeah. actually was, was recommend, recommending me songs
1: for Mark Lanigan oh Mark Lanigan yeah he's great so that was he's that's great. actually a
0: cool little like fun fact yeah
1: so, this whole album is called Sweet Olivia it's wonderful I'll listen great to album it. Recommend it.
0: All recommend right. it. Uh, responses different countries. Uh, we don't have that much time left, so right. we're going to talk about response uh, from China, what they're doing because they had we had the vote at the UN General yes. Assembly to condemn China. They've decided to be the neutral. They didn't. They they were. Uh, uh, they abstained yeah. in the vote because uh, they want to try and be the uh, like. Okay, go ahead. Like, how many? How do you think they'll benefit?
1: You know? Well, you know, it's a, it's a difficult uh, place that she's put in because if he obviously reneges on his deal with Russia, it ruins his credibility because he just had that huge summit right before the invasion, yeah, yeah. and there were talks that pretty much she was like, "Dude, don't invade." That's Xi Jinping, the- by the way. i not yeah. talking about she, a girl. No. Xi Jinping. Sorry, I just call him Xi. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Just for our glorious name. leader. What not? Yes. Um, he pretty much was gonna tell Putin, like apparently through the grapevine, through the international relations grapevine. He he told Putin that you know, dude, don't invade bef- before until we're done with the Olympics, right? Because I can't, I can't. I got to deal with these Olympics. I got to deal with all this crap. D- don't don't make my life harder. Yeah. Of course, Putin didn't want to wait. Did it, and so he put he put she in a pretty difficult position because if he reneges on his deal it ruins his international credibility as being a friend to non-western powers like russia um but at the same time the russian markets dropped what 40 percent. oh yeah uh she's lo- lost out on a huge oh, investment I didn't mention that. yeah russian economy is tanked oh it's tanked it's yeah. tanked uh you know he's lost out on a huge investment in the russian economy because he did buy in more Um, With that deal, he was pledged to, you know, I'll I'll support your economy. I'll support you if you invade Ukraine. That was kind of his probably goal. But because he did it so early and Putin effectively mobilized the entire West together, Mm. all Putin did was literally break all the divisions that was going on and pretty much just bring everyone together over one. I mean, ironically enough. And so she's put in a really weird position because he doesn't really... He's strong enough to be neutral and weather sanctions if that happens, but he had to pull out of the Russian economy because otherwise his stocks get tanked. So what happened was she had to stop buying. She's playing the long game. Yeah, she's playing the long game, but he he also had to realize that I got to buy out a little bit. So what I I just read... Uh, right before we went on air was uh, that he's, he had to pull out some of his assets out of Russia and realize that he had to you know not invest so much heavily obviously in the ruble because the ruble is tanked and he needs to invest more in the euro and the dollar uh, for pure safety reasons. So it, it really just depends like the whole Russia situation with China is that you know if this stuff ends quick, it's good for she. Because the Russian economy can bounce back, and there's a lot of money to be made if you buy up a lot of Russian stock right now, mm-hmm. and then it, it, it bounces back, you know, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, even five years from now. Uh, but we don't know how that's going to turn out. And, for instance, if the oligarchs and the generals decide they're not, they're not having it with Putin, there could be a serious, serious, serious situation on Xi's hands because, you know, who knows what the next regime likes. The regime, The next regime after Putin... If Putin ends up getting deposed because of you know low mm-hmm. soldier morale, yeah. low low economic morale. I mean the oligarchs, I'm you getting, know, like the their olig- ships are getting seized. Yeah, uh, I mean the Chelsea's o- getting sold, the football club Chelsea. Yep, yep, yep. I mean the the reason Putin is in the position of power is is because he's able to mobilize the generals and oligarchs and kind of control them yeah. in this very marionette like way. It's it's genius. It's political genius. Oh yeah, but. That's why it surprised me. That he invaded because I said on the yeah, show he's so he's, he's actually so a smart, smart guy. He's a smart guy. He's, he's evil, he's, but he's smart. He's sorry, like, sorry.
0: Opinionated. He's evil. He's like yeah. he's like
1: he's like you know he's like the little like Lex Luthor, evil genius of the world. Yeah. You know. Uh. You know. Hate, hate the player or hate the game, not the player. Right? Exactly. Um. Well, still hate the player, but you know. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. He just made a lot of miscalculations here. Miscalculated the strength of the Ukrainian people. Miscalculated. Da, 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 da. But, hence, China's tough spot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so, uh, we're almost done, because uh, I'm up to the outro, but uh, I was reading an article on BBC, they had five ways they think the world, their, like, political editor was putting out, mm-hmm. five ways they think the world might end. So, okay. this is our little game, so our little game, so, five ways the world might end. Powell Nielsen. What? The game starts now. Got it. <laughs> I'm so proud of these sound effects, I've got going. Um, <laughs> so, five ways. Get ready, okay? Go for it. Number one. Short, don't, don't, don't reply straight away. Just go, we'll go for the five. You got it. Short, it, the war is short and Russia wins, you know, like they up their military capabilities. They win short war.
3: Okay.
0: Second, long war. Mm. Like I'm talking like Afghanistan, like long uh, war. Yeah. Three, European war. So that's like, you know, like NATO gets involved pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which, you know, European war might mean we all die. Number four, diplomatic solution. So that means war comes to an end. Uh, mm. But, you know, everyone agrees. Number five, you're mentioning Putin ousted. What do you think are, don't necessarily rank them, but like, what do you think is slash are the more likely options?
1: Okay, so number four could be a possibility. Diplomatic solution? Diplomatic solution, I think, could be a possibility if this economic sanctions get so bad. Because Putin automatically has to choose between his ego and his country. Okay. and if he chooses his ego over the livelihoods, because at the end of the day, the sanctions aren't aren't bothering him. No, Putin's insanely rich, and he has money and assets and all different. He might be the richest man in the world. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think it's one of the Saudi guys, but personally, like he could be up there. Yeah. You know, at least top five. So he doesn't have to worry about it. But it's really it's up to does he care more about his people or his own ego. Um, so I think four. You know, it could be a solution if he's like, "Look, the economic situation is so bad, it would ruin his international credibility, and he probably would have to step down." Yeah, but it, it would save it would save his country economically um, if these sanctions continue to be the way they are. Another, I think, the next option, you know, uh, European style war. I don't think it's super possible. An Afghanistan-style war, I think, is possible.
0: I think if Zelensky is killed... I yeah, mean, I think if Z- I was reading, if Zelensky is killed, he could be made into a martyr. Which- yeah,
1: which you could have a situation in your hands where... You, I mean, even if Putin were to take Ukraine, he would be fighting an insurgency for probably the next 50 years. Oh, yeah and
0: well he is it, 70 it, so it wouldn't be it, yeah he'd be dead actually like, actually have you i mean have you seen, bro, i mean i don't think he's aged in 20 years no he's, his hair is going rubber, Man's on the it. adrenochrome he's got that he's got, that, that. Well, he's got a judo black belt yeah. which has been taken away Oh, did you? Did they take it away? away, They took away his honorary presidency and his black belt. So (laughs) that means Powell and I could beat Putin. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Like we could beat him. Okay, it's done. It's all about the belt. belt. I'm the same belt as Putin. Yeah, I'm I'm technically a higher grade than Powell because Powell didn't fill out his uh,
1: insurance
0: form at the beginning of the year. I don't pay for insurance. That's a lie. Powell beat me. Okay, I I, I
1: still tap out all the higher belts. Apart, you know, there's there's, the brown belt screw me up, the black belt screw me up. uh, Granted, our class is a university class, and a lot of us don't know what the hell we're doing. I mean, I'm going to
0: MMA tonight for the first time with him. I'm ready to be. I mean, I'm to already get destroyed in judo, so it won't be like it's anything okay. that's different. It's
1: okay. okay. We're gonna we're gonna teach Tom some 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 badass stuff. He's gonna he's he's gonna take, bring that back to judo and he's Fun gonna. Fun fact: throw ass isn't ass. allowed, is, is, allowed.
0: Ass is allowed. Ass is allowed. Ass is allowed. Especially because like now it's not like a time for kids to listen. So like, interesting. It's technically like a, a, a middle ground word. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So
1: um, so uh, yeah. So you, so yeah. yeah. So we're saying diplomatic solution, Afghanistan style war if Zelensky gets killed. Yeah. And then, which ultimately results, I believe, in I would I would I would, pr- I would say it would result in a screwed up Ukraine and a Russian economic loss. Yeah. Uh, and then I think our third most likely option is the dep- deposition or the yeah. the the getting Putin getting thrown out because, you know, you can only push your people so far with fear. So yeah, you know, enough. eventually they'll be like, I want some bread.
0: Yeah, so, want, so a I, Russian businessman put a one million dollar bounty on Putin's head, which is very low, I think. One million
1: dollars? Yeah, it's very it? low. Yeah. What?
0: Not saying you know, like uh, I'm not for you know. uh I mean, I, that's it, still kind of
1: low, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if if I if I went after Putin, if Powell was a hitman, if I was a hitman, I'd want at least probably 50, 50 million to kill Putin. You're cheap, bro. I know. I mean, like this is re- within reason. Yeah. You know, like. Sure. If if I could pick any number, it'd be probably like five hundred million dollars. But that would also then I have to report all that money, and I, what would I do with five hundred million? And then the IRS comes after you, and yeah. you're like, how'd you like, get that so money? Five hundred million. And I yeah. shot Putin. Like that's not. And then they give you the Medal of Honor, and yeah. then you know, it's crazy. Um, yeah, but then I have to like report taxes, and then they take like twenty five million of that, fifty million, and I yeah. only have twenty five million left. So maybe I just go hundred million, give like fifty million to the U.S. government okay fair enough I don't know okay so pal thank you very much for coming on thank you for Uh, having me the show is at an end this
0: flew past Uh, we didn't get to Kanye's story sorry anyone who wanted to hear the Kanye story but you know I'll just talk about it next week Uh, Batman's coming out are you watching Batman? I would like to I love Batman I might might
1: hit you you up because I want to watch it okay I'd love to see it I mean it'll be it'll be a hard thing to compare to The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises true so but I, I have faith in Pattinson I saw The Lighthouse great actor I have faith in him I think he'll do a good job all
0: right. Well, so you can catch the dispatch on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, the show will probably be uploaded. Uh, up, I think today. I mean, I'll have to do. I have to do some editing and censor out Paul's naughty words. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but that won't take very long. So it'll probably be done today or tomorrow. Paul, right. anything you want to shout out? Uh, you know, stay chill, stay, stay cool.
1: You know, um, be relaxed. Do you want people to
0: follow your Instagram? or do you
1: want to stay private? You know, I, I'm not really into that. I mean, if you, if you, if you really want to follow me on instagram if you instagram, want to see his pretty face
0: he's nice he really, got a nice mustache yeah right
1: if you, oh yeah i do i i got this really kind of like it's it's borderline like pedo stash but hey if you if you want my instagram you know what hit up tom tom will hit up me if you're cool maybe i'll i'll follow you back yep. i don't know we'll see follow
0: started dispatch we'll on instagram see. follow uh tom h.wilson if i like you i'm still in private you know we're not that famous yet so yeah. if i like you i'll accept you if not you're a creep and i don't like you but that was The Dispatch with Pal. Special episode of The Guest. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Love you guys. This is After the Storm by Kali Uchis playing now. Love you all. Have a good week. Bye-bye.
3: Oh, whatever goes around eventually comes back to you. So you got to be careful, Bevan, and
2: look both ways before you cross my mind.